Hey everybody, what is up and what is going on? Welcome back to Blind Focus, the podcast. All right, so my name is Aaron Sands. If you haven't been here before, I am a blind individual that happens to be a bodybuilder, a father of two beautiful girls, and I am happily married. So today I'm going to be doing a Q&A over on Periscope. Periscope is a live streaming app where people can ask questions and they can currently see me right now. I'm already starting the broadcast and they are going to be able to ask me questions over here and I will answer them through the live broadcast plus also here on the podcast. So you guys out there who don't follow me on Periscope, please go ahead and go do that. You can follow me at... I believe it is Blind Focus is my uh, username. You can look it up, look me up through that over on the Periscope app. It is owned by Twitter, so you can also look me up on Twitter at True Ambition Fit, which is my username over there. Also, um, if you really want to just connect with me through all my social media platforms, you guys can go to BlindFocus.net. BlindFocus.net is my website. On there, you guys can connect with me through all my social media platforms. All right, let's get started. I'm going to go right over here to the q and I'm going to click on the phone, and it is going to start reading questions to me. I got to wait for them to start interacting over here, so we'll go ahead and do that. We'll wait just a second here, and and then everybody just starts saying hi and that kind of stuff. It's, it's kind of funny. But um, so... There we go. Blind underscore focus. That's what they just told me um, over on Periscope. That's my username. So you guys can look that up on Periscope. Or you can just go to blindfocus.net. The links to all my social media platforms are on there. You can connect with me through my Facebook, Instagram, uh, Periscope, all that stuff. Uh, First question over here on Periscope was how old am I? I'm 29 years old. Um, And I'll give you guys, if you didn't see my last uh, or listen to my last podcast, um, I am a United States Army veteran, so that is how I did lose my eyesight. And then also, um, sorry, I got a little frog in my throat. Um, When I was in the United States Army, I uh, hit my head really hard, so pretty much I ended up uh, becoming blind after a certain period of time. It took about three, three and a half years. Um, I woke up one day. Um, and my eyesight was pretty much gone. So that kind of answers some questions there that might have been asked that um, I was 25 years old when I lost my eyesight, and I'm 29 now, um, but if you do the math, I lost it um, November 29th. So November 29th of this year will be four years that I've been blind, four years that I have not been able to see the world through the same eyes, to be honest with you, because being blind does not mean that I... Being blind doesn't mean that I'm disabled or unable. It just means, uh, actually, you might be using the wrong D word there. It's more determined than anything. So you just got to find a way to do that. Somebody just over here on Periscope asked me, what was my MOS or what was my job in the Army? Um, My job in the Army was 13 Romeo was the MOS. Um, Some of you who are in the military might know that. If you want me to give you a little bit more description of that, it was... um, Firefighter radar operator. Basically, my job was artillery, and I tracked rounds, um, artillery rounds. So my job was to sit down in the middle of nowhere, wait to get shot at, and then call it in, and then move. Ah, um, in my okay, I had two questions just pop up right now. I'm going to answer both those questions. In fact, I'm going to mute it over here on my uh, periscope so I can. Um, answer these two questions. One of the questions was, am I just visually impaired or am I blind? I'll let you answer that. Um, I will tell you my visual acuity, basically what I see. The doctors have given me 2% remaining vision. I see equivalent to what everybody out there sees with their eyes closed and when you look into a very bright light. I say very bright because that's the only thing I can see is light. I have light perception. 
Um, basically, I can tell if the sun is up, the sun is down, and shadows are limited to two to three feet from me, and it's not a silhouette. Everybody thinks when I say shadow, I, I for instance, if there's a tree in front of me, I see the outline of the tree. Well, no. I just tell, I can tell there's something blocking the light. That's about how that is. So, and over here on the app of Periscope, they say that is blind. So yes, visually impaired would be, pretty much be anything somewhere around um, 20 over, under, over 200. So, oh, so they, actually, I totally forgot what the other question was. Sorry about that, guys. Um, but somebody just asked me, how do I tell the difference between my two daughters? Uh, well, my daughters are different in height, for one thing, difference in voice, um, and they're just completely two different beings in general, two little different human beings is what they are. Um, so it's pretty easy being their father. I can tell the difference between their voices. I can tell the difference between one, um, their height, their hair is completely different. If you've ever seen them on Periscope, I do show them sometimes. So one thing about Charlie, Charlie is shorter and louder, and she's got very thin hair. So if I touch her head, oh wow. And she's also a lot smaller. She's really a very skinny little girl. In fact, she is right at, uh, I believe, barely uh, 50 pounds. Like she keeps rotating between 49 and 50 pounds and she's seven years old. So she's, she's this little petite little thing. And then there's Claire who's right around 70 pounds and she's only about two, three inches taller, thicker hair. One's blonde, one's brunette, one's blue eyes, one's brown eyes. So they're literally the opposite. Um, it's kind of, and then Claire's built more like me. She's bulkier, she's stronger, she can do more push-ups than most people probably out there on Periscope right now that's watching. So, all right, here we go. One other question. Um, no, I was not considered injured in the line of duty because I was actually injured in a training exercise. Um, not even while in the training exercise. We already were done. I just got too hot and exhausted, passed out, hit my head on an electrical box, and next thing I know... Well, guess what? Lights out, guys. Well, actually, light was the only thing I could see after that, but um, yeah. All right, clicking over here again. Ooh, there we go. One of the questions was, did I sue the military for the injuries that I had sustained while um, serving? And no, I didn't. You really can't. Um, you got to remember, you're signing your life away to the military. You're actually telling them, hey, I'm willing to do whatever it takes, even give my life for my country. Um, so, yeah, did not do that. Um, so somebody just asked, is it, am I easier or am I more of a target for theft or something like that based on my disability? That is a very good question. So I'm going to give you guys a little blind guy story time. So this has happened since I lost my eyesight. And what, what happened was <laughs> I was walking home from the gym one night. This is about six, seven months after I lost my eyesight. Walking home from the gym, I was using a white cane. I did not yet have my guide dog, Odie. And as I was walking along, I was walking past this park, and there were two guys that were, uh, they were smoking some weed. I could smell the weed. I could smell, you know, I could smell it all on them, and I was just kept, I kept walking by. And um, they asked me for my wallet. They, that's all they did. They just straight up asked, hey, give me your wallet. I told them no. But they didn't speak very good English. And, um, well, they, 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 they spoke Spanish, which no means the same thing in both languages, if you ask me. At least that's last I remember. But um, as this happened, um, two guys, uh, one of them pushed me and said, wallet now. And I was like, no, no wallet, no wallet for you. So what I ended up doing was I just kept walking. Um, and then what ended up happening, the guy kind of grabbed me and turned me and then punched me. Well, when he punched me, that might not have been the best idea. 
because once you hit me, I know exactly where you are. So um, he hit me. I grabbed him as he hit me because he didn't hit me very hard. So I just grabbed him by like his uh, arm and his shirt, like his armpit area, pulled him down because I was going down because I already got hit and I wasn't really expecting it. It was just muscle memory, you know, um, pulling him down to the ground. And as that happened, um, I ended up actually getting him, getting on top of him and mounting. And then I hit him once because he hit me. So I gave him a good lick. And then I was like, being the father that I am, I chewed him out like a dad. I was like, are you an idiot? Like, are you, one thing, you're high as hell, blah, blah, blah. I don't even have my damn wallet on me because I just got done with the gym. I don't use my wallet at the gym. I don't need my wallet at the gym. So they, they obviously didn't know that. But, um, and I'm, I don't know. Then the other guy decided to kick me in the ribs. Well, by kicking me, I could just grab his arm and my armpit pulled him down. I'm holding two guys down on the ground and I'm pretty much chewing them out like a dad and then I kick kick them as they get up and go and run off and I was like you guys are flipping idiots I was only about two blocks away from my house at this time I only lived about four to six blocks away from the gym anyways in the first place but these guys it's like come on and I've also had a few other incidents where people have tried to uh, jit me off when it comes to giving me money at a register and I got that person fired it's, that's a whole other story but it, yes yes I am more of a target but I don't let them you take advantage of it. Let's put it that way. Oh, well, thank you. Okay, so I had somebody over here on the um, Periscope tell me that they were thankful for my service, even though they don't even live in my country. Thank you very much for doing so. I was honored to serve, and, it, you know, that actually feels cool, you know, knowing you're not from my country, but at the same time, you uh, respect that, and I, I, feel, I, I, I thank you for that. I really do. All right, let me click over here. Okay, so somebody just asked me over here on the Periscope, um, what did I start working out because I needed protection when I lost my eyesight? And no. Okay, the reason that I started working out when I lost my eyesight, and beforehand, I mean, I was in the Army. I was in okay shape. I was actually kind of tubby, especially when I lost my eyesight. At first, I, I ended up weighing about uh, 237 pounds at like 35% body fat, somewhere around there. Um, so, I mean, I, I started getting heavy. I really did. And sorry if you guys hear that background noise right there. That was my dog scratching his back. Um, he's down on the floor here. Okay, so, um, but yeah, I didn't start working out um, because I needed to defend myself. The reason I started working out was it was a coping mechanism. It really was. So fitness was something I really wasn't interested in too much, but at the same time, I knew I wanted to kind of stay in shape. Well, what ended up happening, my buddy who's a personal trainer, he came up to me, he's like, dude, you need to get off your fat, like, Right now, you need to get up, and you need to walk with me, you need to go to the gym, and we're going to lift some weight. And I was like, all right, whatever, man. I, I guess I'll take a try. I'll take a whack at it. My kids were at school. My wife was, uh, she was at work. And I was like, I need to do something. I'm sitting here home alone just feeling sorry for myself. Okay, so I went with him. And the next thing I know, I'm, I'm pretty much using it as a tool because I was so angry at, at life in general for losing my eyesight. It was just a great tool to just kind of let out that anger, let out that frustration, and just really found out that, I mean, I, I, was, I was good at it. It was something I really wanted to do to continue to develop these uh, skills and goals and, like, just get this body to what I want it to look like. And I'm still working on it. I'm still competing in bodybuilding and stuff like that. It's just great. I love it. That's one of the reasons I did it. And then um, over here, uh, deception weight. Well, I'm sorry. Okay, so some some people are asking. I think what, what you know what do I end up wanting to do? What what's my goal? 
Um, well, somebody just pointed out, um, one of my frequent followers over here on Periscopes pointed out that I might want to do some motivational speaking, stuff like that. And that actually is something um, I have <clears throat> frog in the throat again. Let me take a drink of my coffee here. It might help. And it did. All right. So, yes, motivational speaking is um, something I kind of want to do to kind of get out there and help, um, especially like teens and young adults, try to hopefully maybe find themselves. Because um, that's kind of something I'm still, still, I mean, not trying to do is I know, I know what I want to do. One, I want to be a personal trainer. I really want to help people in the gym achieve their goals, their physical goals, where they want to be. They, they want to help them in their journey in fitness. Not only in fitness, maybe getting off their bus and getting off that couch and actually just getting out there and making something of themselves. That's one big thing I want to do. That's the whole personal training behind it. But then there's that whole motivational part where I have a lot of people out there who want to ask me, how, how did I get you know past this? How did I do this and all this? And actually a great way to do that would be motivational speaking. So that's also something I might want to do someday. And maybe this podcast or the, my YouTube channel or here on um, Periscope, all these can be used as tools to develop my um, skills when it comes to getting up on, on stage maybe in front of a whole lot of people and being like, hi, my name's Aaron. Um, I'm, I'm 29 years old. I... Uh, Hi. <laughs> no, I don't want to be like that. Get up on stage. I want to be up there like, hey, everybody, how's it going? My name is Aaron. I'm here to you know, help you guys get up, get out there, and make something of yourselves. So that's kind of you know, what I want to do, something I want to become, um, maybe what I want to push myself towards, and that's that goal. And that's also one other thing I always like to tell here on Periscope is make sure you have goals. Have goals. Make them. Start off small. Work your way big. And it works as a snowball effect, and next thing you know, you're a successful person. An amateur motivational thing. Well, thank you for that over here on Periscope. Okay, so people over here over on Periscope are being thankful for what I'm doing and all that. Just letting you guys on the podcast know what's going on um, when it comes to the live streaming portion of this because I'm in multitasking right now doing the podcast and over here on Periscope. So um, one other thing I would like to say right now since nobody's saying anything over on Periscope, um, I want to do a shout-out to my friend Britt and my friend um, – wait – uh, Justin Holland over here is Odie my best friend? Yes, he is. Odie's my guide dog, by the way, over here on, my, on the podcast. Um, so the reason I'm doing a shout out to um, jo- uh, Justin Holland and Britt Culp, they are also two other blind individuals who do compete in bodybuilding too. Uh, Britt, she does bikini, and Justin, he's actually getting ready to do his very first NPC bodybuilding competition, which is cool. I mean, I remember my first time. I haven't done NPC, and actually, that's probably what I'll end up doing next because everybody else doesn't, and you know, I might as well follow um, in their footsteps because, hey, might as well, right? Um, but here's the thing. Okay, I'm saying a shout-out to these guys because these two also have their own stories, so if you can, check them out out on either Periscope or whatever ever social media, at Brick Culp, and then Justin Holland Fitness over on YouTube, and he's also on the Periscope too. So here we go. I'm clicking over here to find out what questions are coming my way. <laughs> More motivational speaking. There we go. All right. Cool beans. Thank you. Somebody just asked, why can my family not even pet my service dog? Okay. So when we are out and about, this is something I'm actually going to do a podcast completely about this, but this one, I had the question here. I'm going to answer it. When it comes to my service dog, why can my family not even pet him? Well, here's the thing. When my dog is working, he is working. The only person who can pet him is me is because I am giving him praise for doing such an amazing job and being so damn beautiful and sexy. 
I threw the dang beautiful and sexy on there because, man, that dog, he, he does great things for me. He really keeps me safe. And a lot of people are like, wait, does that mean he's going to protect you? If no, no, his job is to make sure I'm safe, as in I'm not tripping over anything. I'm not walking into traffic. He is that person there to, well, not person. He is that dog there to, you know, he's pretty much a person. He's part of my family. He's there to make sure I'm safe and come home at night to my wife and kids. And for that, he is my best friend. And the reason they cannot pet him is because he is a working dog. He is working. So if we're walking along straight down the street and anybody, whether it be a family member, especially if it's a family member, if they go to pet him and distract him, he's going to be really more distracted than he is somebody he knows than somebody he just met. And we're going to end up walking into the street or turning into a bar, which I've had happen. My, uh, like the first time I took him to my kid's school, he ended up turning into the playground because the kid came out to pet him. And I ended up hitting my groin straight onto this like bar. It really hurt. I didn't blame him for it. I didn't really blame the kid because the kid didn't know. And it just, it was one of those moments that I really felt sorry for my groin and everything else because it, it, it hurt. Just a little bit. Okay, I'm going to go back over here to the Periscope and get a few more questions. Let's go ahead and go do that right now. All right. So it seems that everybody's having little side conversations or there were questions that I didn't. Oh, no, no. I did. Okay, somebody thought I said, like, I turned into a bar, and they thought, like, a bar, like, you know, where they serve alcohol, which, by the way, over here on the podcast, that is actually my day job. So one thing I do do is I also am a blind bartender. So uh, that's something, you know, I have developed. I've had to use lots of memorization, repetition, and lots of organization. All these things are skills that you learn as a blind individual um, that you just you, you end up having to become this person that you um, never thought you would have, but these are skills that you're going to use to develop that person you want to be, okay? Um, and somebody asked, can I anticipate a baseball or something being thrown at me? No. <laughs> Um, now I can play volleyball to a certain extent. I'm not very good, obviously, because I. But since I still can tell shadows, if the ball is coming within my point of view, I can try and hit it. But I get hit in the face more than I do hit my hands. So it doesn't really work too well. But I try. That's all I can really say. So, um, but yeah. So I I do the whole bartending thing. I try anything, and everything. I'll try it once. Like for instance, um, lately I've been trying to teach my daughters how to hit a baseball. So I can throw the baseball and they can hit it. I use a wolf ball bat and all that. And somebody just asked b-ball like basketball, I'm guessing. And no, I cannot play basketball. Um, I can play basketball to a certain extent. I can still shoot it into the hoop and try to make it, but not too well. Um, I did beat a guy, um, beat my wife and horse, but that ain't saying much because she, um, well, isn't that well. Hey, I hear my dog running. Caesar, come here. I know podcast is kind of like, what the heck's going on? But I'm, oh, the beat ball. Sorry about that. Okay, got two questions here that I'm going to ask. One, somebody has asked if I play beat ball. Beat ball is a game for the visually impaired. It consists of four individuals on each team, and you're trying to make it into this goal. You're either the goal, everybody's pretty much the goalie, and then everybody's just trying. It's like a mixture between dodgeball and soccer and all this stuff. And all it is is this ball that beeps, and everybody is blindfolded, even if you are completely blind. The reasoning for that is so everybody's on the same playing field. It's a pretty cool game. I have not got to play it yet. Something I really want to try, though. Okay, another question was money. How do I tell the difference between bills? Well, guess what? Technology is amazing. Hundreds are easy, though. They have that little stripe on them here in the United States. Other countries are amazing because they actually have different size bills, different size everything. 
America just won't get on their level. So visually impaired here, you know what we use is technology. I use an app on my phone called iNote. iNote is a great tool. Um, and if you want to check it out, it's spelled E-Y-E and then note, N-O-T-E. And then you look it up and basically what you do is you hold your phone over the bill that you want to identify. And it will tell you whether it's the front or the back. And it will tell you the, uh, you know, how much it's worth, basically. So, yeah. Whew. And I have somebody over here on Periscope saying, hello, handsome. Well, thank you all that. I am married. Just let you all know out there. Um, I am happily, happily married. I love my wife very, very much. And that happens a lot over here on the live streaming apps. A lot of people like to, um, well, hit on you. And, and I have to make sure that I I'll let them know, hey, 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 hey now, calm down. Because sometimes I say some pretty obscene things. Like, um, like uh, yeah, it, it's sometimes... Um, and also some people over here also um, commenting on what I'm wearing, guys, over here on the podcast. I'm wearing a uh, Captain America shirt. Um, just to let everybody know here on podcasts that are coming in, that are just coming in as we uh, do this podcast and uh, broadcast over here on Periscope, what it is is I am also doing a podcast. That's why I have this mic here in front of my face. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go with that. <laughs> uh, okay, so also... One other question that a lot of people like to ask, um, which is a very odd question, so I'm going to get that out of the way here in this first Q&A just because, well, guess what? Um, I know the the question's coming. How do I um, do relations with my wife? How do me and my wife... Um, do what we do, you know, how, how, basically, how did we, uh, make it so we had children? Let's put it that way. And I know, I know the, I know the question's coming. It comes up almost every single one of my periscopes. So I thought I'd get it out of the way here over on the podcast now. And what it is, is, um, the same thing I tell everybody every single time is it is just like what you guys do when you have the lights off. That's all it is. And pretty much most of the time I tell them you guys have the lights off every time or she has a bag over over your head and so you're in the dark anyways because, I mean, we all know what that means. But And I always have to say these things because sometimes people say very rude like and it's just like, come on, guys. Use your brain before you ask these questions. But I always have to throw that out there just because I know that question's going to be asked. It is always asked and I always have to say, yeah, something. I'm, I'm, I'm a smart aleck. What can I say? Um, and as somebody just po- pointed over here on Periscope, you can feel that's right. And trust me, I use my sense of touch a lot. Okay, we're getting off subject right now. Let's go over back over here to Periscope. Does anybody over here have any more questions before I end up finishing the podcast over here and all that? So, because, I mean, you, you never know. Uh, we're going to give them a few more seconds over there. Ugh, man, my hand's getting tired of holding this mic, everybody. Jeez. Ugh, there we go. So, one, one thing I really want to do is I want to do a podcast where I have Justin come over to my podcast, and I want to go over to his podcast. So that's one thing I'm going to plan on doing. We're, going to, we're trying to set up right now. Mainly, it's my time, because the fact that I'm so busy when it comes to being a father and uh, you know being just a family guy. And then also I work. So Justin, he just does the the social media and the YouTube and all that. So there's a little bit of difference between me and him when it comes to that. He's also a lot younger. So I have a little bit more going on. So we're going to wait until my schedule clears up just a little bit. So we can do a dual podcast. He comes over to mine. I go over to his. We tell each other stories. Let everybody know. Let's build that following. And also, um, you know, hey, just let everybody know our stories. 
Okay, that's a good question. Actually, I'm going to take this question and put a little twist on. Somebody asked me, um, oh, when it comes to Christmas, how do I know what presents look like and stuff like that? Online shopping is amazing. Descriptions on there are great sometimes, especially when it comes to toys and stuff like that for my kids. But then there are like clothing and stuff like that. How do I go to the store and be like, yo, this looks good? Well, obviously, I can't really do that too efficiently. The, the way that I do do it, though, there are multiple reasons, multiple ways. One, I'll go with my wife. Hey, honey, is this something I would like? Is this something I would wear? And then she says, yes, no, or we don't have the money for that, Aaron. Ugh. Yes, honey. So sometimes I just don't take her with me. And then I, I use Periscope, actually. I've used Periscope to actually buy clothes. You guys are pretty good at letting me know what looks good and what might not. So thank you for doing that. Also, one other thing I might use is an app on my phone called Color ID. So if I don't, if it's just a plain shirt and I want to be like, okay, what color is this? It's an app that I point at the phone. I take my phone and point it at the clothing. And it tells me exactly what color it is. And then I'm just like, oh, hey, would that match with this? You know, I think it might. And then sometimes I'll ask an employee or something. Um, so the biggest thing when being blind, I pointed this out in my very first podcast just to help motivate others, but it's also just a big thing when being blind. Be willing to solicit information. Be willing to go out and ask people. It sucks being shy and being blind because guess what? You're not going to ask that many questions. The next thing you know, you're going to walk around lost, confused, and wondering what the heck is going on? Well, guess what? I'm willing to ask those questions. Sometimes I ask a little bit too many questions and get a little way too personal, but hey, guess what? It happens. But <laughs> that's what I got to do sometimes. Okay, so um, I've already answered this question, but I'm going to actually get a little bit more into depth in it. So somebody asked me over here on Periscope, am I like legally blind or totally blind, well, a lot of people are very confused on what the difference is. That's why I let everybody out there in the world, I tell them what my visual acuity is, you know, what my percentage is, and I let them decide. The reasoning for doing that is just, I'll let you make your own opinion about it because you're going to do it anyways, okay? So um, I have 2% vision remaining, which means I have light perception. I can see light on, light off, and that is really about it. Shadows are limited to two to three feet in front of my face. It has to be moving usually because it has to be blocking that light. And by shadow, I do not mean silhouette. That means that it will not be the outline of it. I will not be able to tell that there's a person standing in front of me. I'll just be able to tell me, I'll just be able to tell that there's something in front of me, which who knows, that might be a person, that might be thing, that might be, I don't know, who knows what you are, especially knowing today with everybody's who knows what orientation is going on. So, okay, so I just had a really good question. Am I worried about um, somebody ever misleading me when it comes to sales and stuff like that um, at a store? And actually, am I, I'm just going to open that question up and making it very broad. Am I worried about people misleading me in general? Yes and no. One, I'm a very trustworthy guy. I, I love to just ask questions, and I'm, I'm going to be willing to take your word on it. But here's the thing. I can sometimes tell if you are um, lying or if you're pushing me. One thing, I've been a salesman before, so I know how it works to try to push a sale and maybe get somebody to buy something. So when it comes to purchasing stuff, no, I'm not worried about that. I can smell a liar or somebody or salesman trying to con me a mile away most of the time. I will say I, I've got conned a few times, um, but you always learn from your mistakes, right? Mm. All right, so another question, I mean, another part of that, am I just worried about people taking advantage of me, trying to lead me in the wrong direction or doing something like that. So here's one thing a lot of sighted people do. Um, when you solicit information, you go out and about and you're lost and you're confused and you ask, hey, which way 
is so-and-so. Say, say I'm walking to the library and I get kind of confused and twist and turned on the block and I'm not quite sure which way I'm facing. So I'll turn and I hear somebody stand there. Hey, can I ask you a question? Which way is the library? Sighted people always just go, oh, it's right over there. Well, right over there is not a very descriptive word for a blind individual, just to let you all know. We do not know what there is because, well, we can't see where the hell you're pointing. Please, please. Um, and I understand that's out of habit. It truly is. I even do the same thing. As a blind individual, I'll still stay, hey, it's over there. Um, and it's like, dang it. Oh, my bad. It's actually, if you go over there, um, go to the end of the block, take a right, and the next thing you know, it'll actually be on the left right across the street. So if you want to, you might want to cross it at this intersection. I actually get more into death because of the fact that um, I've been through training when it comes to speaking to a, a blind individual and stuff. So whenever you're talking to a blind individual, please, please, please be a little bit more descriptive in your directions because I don't want to be walking into the wrong restroom again. I, I'm, I'm being serious, guys. I have walked into the wrong restroom one time. It was really scary. I almost gave an old lady a heart attack. And next thing I know, well, you know, the ambulance are being called. No, I'm kidding. She, she didn't. I just, I did scare her. I walked into the woman's restroom and she's just like, ah, I'm And it's like, I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm, I'm not trying to look at your tickle bitties. Okay, that got, that got a little obscene. I apologize about that. But that's how it is. I, I'm not going in there. I'm, as a, and a lot of people always wonder, um, like, when, when I accidentally do stuff, how do I react? Like, what do I, I mean, I just apologize. There really ain't much else I can do. Um, being somebody in my situation, there, there are times where I've, I've accidentally been in awkward situations. Okay, so that's one thing I should do. I got asked a beautiful question over here on Periscope. I'm going to answer this question real quick. I feel like I'm a little everywhere today when it comes to this, but okay. So do I clarify that I'm a blind individual when talking to people sometimes? Yes and no. I really should do it more, to be honest with you, because I'm not used to um, having to do so. I'm not used to having to be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blind. Um, can I have you? No. I don't really appear as a blind individual. Even when I'm walking around with sunglasses and my guide dog or even my white cane, some people just don't put two and two together and they're very confused. They're like, wait, what? I had it happen to me the other day. Uh, two weeks ago, we had our state fair here. I went to the state fair. I had to ask, you know, where the funnel cakes were because everybody wants the funnel cakes. I wanted that deep fried Twinkie or the deep fried Snickers. I didn't have any of it. Just to let you guys know, I did have a funnel cake. Oh, dang. I apologize. But okay, back to the subject. Um, <laughs> now I lost my call. My, my train of thought. Oh, man, there I go. I do lose my train of thought again. Um, what was I saying? Come on. Help me out over here. Help me out. Uh, I told, I, seriously, I lost my train. Let's, let's take a drink of coffee here real quick. Okay. Who? It's real hard to read. Yes, it's like learning another language sometimes, especially if you don't learn it growing up. It is almost learning another language accidentally slapping butts. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, oh yes, there we go. So I'm going to go back to the thing. Okay. So I had to, um, I've asked people, Hey, where are things are accidentally? There we go. I'm back to it over here on the podcast. Sorry about that. I apologize. I get a little twisted and confused and off topic every now and then. Okay. So do I have to ask, um, or let people know that I am visually impaired? I really should work on that. I, I should let people know in advance. Hey, I am blind because I don't appear to be a blind individual. I'm young. Um, I'm strappingly good looking. No, I'm kidding. Um, that has nothing to do with any of that. Um, but that's, a, that's the biggest thing. They, I don't appear to be an individual with a disability. So they automatically um, 
assume I'm not. And then it's it's my job to solicit that information, throw it out there. Hey, by the way, um, I can't see. Just letting you know. Just got to get that out there. I got to gotta break that ice. And um, yeah, because there are sometimes I've actually had this happen. So somebody pointed out here just a second ago, slapping a person's butt. This, this happened completely on accident. This is another blind guy story time. Here we go. Let's get started on this. So I go to the gym a lot. That's one thing I do. I'm an individual that, oh man, trapped air. Okay. Man, I always get like trapped air in my throat. It's weird. Um, so I always go to the gym. And as I, when I'm at the gym, I, uh, you know, at my very first gym, it was very, the, the, rest, the restroom was, or the locker room was very discombobulated. It wasn't made blind friendly. Let's put it that way. So when you walk directly into this locker room, the urinal is right in front of you to the right. Then the toilet is right and directly to its left, and then to the left of it is the shower. Well, one time I had to go um, use the restroom, and as I go to go use the restroom, a guy had walked out of the shower completely buck naked, and he decided to walk up into the urinal and just start peeing. I mean, I guess he's like, I'm cleaning myself anyway, so I might as well... I have no idea what this guy was doing, he, he, but he's buck naked, buck naked, dog, completely naked. I mean, he, if I bet if you were looking at him, he was glistening because he was all wet and stuff. And you know how I knew that he was wet? Well, I went to reach forward to find the door to the stall to go in and go to the restroom. Well, guess what ended up happening? I ended up touching this dude's butt. It was extremely awkward, extremely weird, and probably one of the weirdest things that has ever happened to me as an individual, being blind or not. Um, don't do it. I recommend highly against it. it um, it's not something I'm into, you know? Um, so I had touched this guy's butt. Now, that was an awkward moment because he just kind of turns around. He's like, uh, 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 and at that moment in time, the best thing to say would have been, oh, I'm sorry, I'm blind. I didn't say anything. I freaked out. I had no idea what to, uh, 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 well, it looks like I'm going to take a piss. All right, I'm going to go over here and just, uh, peace, guy. Uh, have a good day. He went on and did his thing. I went on and did mine. Awkward moment. I don't think I ever spoke to that guy ever again. And if I did, I'm kind of wondering what he was thinking about me. But um, we'll just leave it at that. Awkward moment. Don't ever do it. Blind guy story time. Done. It hurt. It sucked. Them. Is this for real? Over <laughs> Somebody just asked me, is this for real over here on uh, Periscope? And yes, it is. It is It is for real. It really happened to me. It was an awkward, very awkward situation. There are some... I mean, I've had some really awkward things happen. Um... Uh, for, for instance, ah, here's another blind guy story time. Uh, we'll be into the scope here soon, by the way. I mean, not the scope, the podcast. But, oh, somebody asked him, I'm really blind. Yes, I'm really blind. Huh. So I'm also doing a podcast right now, just to let you guys know over there. Okay, Whew. trying to multitask here. Podcast, Periscope, podcast, Periscope, back and forth. Whew. Okay, um, somebody asked, does my family try to teach them Braille? Um, I do not teach my family Braille. Um, I really, I know enough just to kind of get around, I guess you could say, just to do the basics um, so I don't even know enough Braille to teach somebody Braille. I can't read a book. Um, so we'll go with that. Okay, so another blind guy story time. This happened. It was actually more of a guide dog incident. So I have my guide dog, Odie. He, he goes everywhere with me. And we went to the movies one time. And we, uh, this is actually when we went to see Suicide Squad this past year. And we went. We were watching the movie. And I decided after the movie, well, I have to go tinkle. Odie had to go tinkle, though, too. And he was in a hurry. I could tell he was in a hurry. I was like, oh, dang, I really have to go. All right, we'll go to the restroom real quick, and then we'll take you, Odie. Well, we go to the restroom. You could tell he was in a hurry because he's standing there all antsy, like, dude, I got to go. And I'm like, okay, Odie, okay, okay, okay. Well, there was a whole bunch of guys standing at the urinal, so there was nothing I could do. 
He walks up right in between two guys in the urinals. I'm talking, these urinals are, you know, two, three feet away from each other. Two guys doing their business, and he's just like, go. There is no urinal there. He just walked me there because he wanted me to go so he could get his little butt outside and go himself. But I'm standing there between two guys, and Odie would not back up. He was not budging. So I'm standing here, and I'm just imagining these guys probably staring at each other, staring at me like, what the is this guy doing? Why am I? I was like, uh, hi. <laughs> um, I need a tinkle. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to say. So, um, yeah, I had to wait for one of these gentlemen to finish. I then went to the restroom, and they're giggling and laughing about it as they're walking out. And Odie and me are running out to the restroom so he can go. And man, he had to go. But it was awkward. One of those awkward situations that only could happen to somebody in my, you know, being blind and with a guide dog. It's just weird. It just, yeah. Okay, somebody actually asked, and I haven't answered this question over here on my, my podcast, so I'm going to answer it. How do I read what you guys are saying? It is being read into my Bluetooth headset. I actually have a software on my phone, which all of you actually do if you have an Apple product. If you have an Apple phone, an iPhone, you have a software called VoiceOver. It's built into your settings. Um, if you have settings, general, and then accessibility. VoiceOver is right there, and you just click on it, and, or you can ask Siri to turn on VoiceOver. Either way works. And when you do this, guess what? It's amazing. You can navigate your phone even though you're blind. I can click on apps. I just double-click on them. Um, first time I click on it, it reads to me. I double-click to enter it, to interact with it. Um, same thing over here on Periscope. It reads all the words. It's a, it's Right now, there's a feed going. I'm clicked off of it, so I can't even hear it. But once I click on the phone, it reads that feed to me, which is cool. So it's a great app. It really makes things accessible for those of us who are visually impaired and blind. So there's also Zoom to text. There's a whole lot of stuff in there that a lot of people are not aware of. So it's my job as an individual who happens to be in my situation of being blind to let you guys know how this works. And guess what? It's a really simple app. It's called VoiceOver. Check it out. Try it. Remember, you can always ask Siri to turn off because you will get lost and confused the first time you do use it. All right, here we go. Click it over on Periscope. Give a few more questions. All right. I'm trying to really listen to everybody, and there's really no answers. All right, so is waiting in line complicated? That's actually a good question. So we, as blind individuals, have to use our sense of hearing other than our sense of sight. And one thing I do find myself doing sometimes is standing in a line and not knowing if I'm next. It happens to me all the time at the bank. I don't know why, and this is just one place that always happens to me when I go to pay my, pay my mortgage. Because one, it's not my normal bank. I have my mortgage through one bank. I go through another bank. And as I'm walking up in there, I'm standing there in line. Do, 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 you know, the music's ahead and, uh, overhead, and I'm just like listening. And I, sometimes the people at the counter don't put two and two together. And all you have to say is, sir, um, can I have you come next? Uh, sir, um, um, next in line or whatever, you know, um, sir, can I have you come up here? Um, and just say something. But some people don't. Same thing happens to me when I'm working at work as a bartender. If I don't have my signs up letting you guys know that I'm a blind individual, sometimes you guys think I'm just a douchebag behind the bar wearing sunglasses. And then you sit there and wait and then you get up and leave because you think the guy didn't serve on you, be, serve you because you're, you know, he's, he's a jerk. Well, actually, I couldn't see you there. All you got to do is make some dang noise. Quit being so quiet, you stealthy flipping ninja. All right. But yeah, so if you see somebody who might look like they might be visually impaired, please, please let them know, one, that they're next in line or something like that. Just because sometimes it's sometimes hard to read that based on only sound. All right. Going over here to get another question. 
I'm so dope because of the way I navigate through life. That's cool. Um, so I do. When I use Odie, this is a good question. So they ask, do I use my cane and tap on the heels of people in front of me? Stuff like that. I do to a certain extent. I mean, if I find that person there, I know they're there, and then I'll, I'll, I hit them once, and I apologize. Oh, I'm sorry. And then I'll stand there. And usually they're just like, oh, that's fine. Or they look at me weird and don't say anything. And I know they look at me weird because sometimes when I do it, I have my wife with me, and she's just like, dude, he's dogging you right now. Like, this guy, I think he thinks you like tried to beat him or something. It's happened multiple times, and it's quite often, actually. Um, but I don't use a cane so much anymore. He mainly is my guide dog. My guide dog can actually read the line. He he looks at it. And he's like, "Wait, is that person moving? Okay, I'll I'll move forward. I'll move forward." Um, and, and it works. Actually, it makes things a lot easier um, using my guide dog, other than the cane. Let's click over here. Get another question. So, um, just to let everybody know on Periscope and over here on podcast, um, if you guys actually do go on Periscope, you'll notice they have these bots, these things that keep repeating the questions that you keep asking. Don't be annoyed by it. Just try to block them. That's all I do because that's what's happening to me right now. It's repeating questions because they're, yeah. How do I ban the bots in my channel? All right, so I double-click on them, and I would hit click block user just like you guys. Ooh, swimming. That is a very good question. So I go swimming. I do. I, I like swimming. It's a very good cardiovascular. It's a very good um, way to get in shape. Okay, so when I go swimming, how do I know what is up and what is down? Okay, so if you're deep down in the water and you're a visual person, you can open your eyes and make bubbles and watch the bubbles go up because guess what? Bubbles you know, float in water. It's kind of cool how that works. Can't do that as a blind individual. So one thing I can do, I can do the bubbles thing. I can stay completely still. Yeah, say if I jump off a diving board and I got lost and confused on where I was. Um, most of the time, I don't dive because if I dive, I do maybe get a little lost and confused. I'll just like pencil and, and phew, yay, I'm swimming. Um, but uh, so once I go down, I can stop, stay still, make the bubbles. I put my hand in front of my face to see if the bubbles go up. If the bubbles go up, guess what? Huh, I swim up. That's the smart thing to do. There, there's air up there. Um, <laughs> Uh, so there's just different ways you can do things. Um, that's one thing I found out works great for me, so that's what I do. Um, and when swimming from wall to wall or something like that, uh, just like you guys, sometimes you have your eyes closed when you're swimming, you, you tread water, you do all that, and you just do it carefully. Okay? That's all. Hopefully I answered that question right there. Um, it's pretty, pretty simple. Uh, you just got to figure out how to do things differently, guys. All right. So I'm... Um, Actually going to take, let me click over here, find out. I Okay, I'm going to take two more questions, two more questions over here on Periscope. Um, to let them know, um, well, normally I have um, like my guide dog with me who actually says he's a guide dog or a seeing eye dog. I mean, if you see that, you'll kind of put two and two together and you realize that the person's blind. Or if I have the white cane. Let me show you guys this. I have one right here with me actually right now over on Periscope, so I'm going to show you guys this. I did get blind in the military. That's how I lost my eyesight. I was in the United States Army. I got injured. All right, here we go. This thing right here is a white cane. A white cane is a good indicator that, hey, that person's blind. It normally has a red tip, white cane. And, yeah, I mean, you should put two and two together. Um, as a sighted individual, you can see that. So please, please, use the brain. Use your eyes because I know you can see. Unless you're blind, too. And that's always fun when the blind have to talk to the blind. Does my wife um, help me shave and stuff? All right. I'm not going to say exactly what that question was over here on Periscope because they, they asked, does my wife help with my manscaping? I'm a man. I do it myself. No. Okay. So I actually shave myself. I, 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 for those users over here, uh, for the people using the podcast, I am a bald individual. I do shave my head on a weekly basis. 
So what I have to do is I actually um, do it in the shower. Most people do shave their head in the shower. So when you do shave in the shower, you're blind anyways. You can't really see yourself. There's no mirror. You uh, use your hand to feel the texture to find out what you're missing. You just rub around, and it's pretty easy, pretty simple. Now, how do I line up my beard? Well, up here, I just go straight from my ear and go straight out. So like my sideburns on my beard, I go straight out from my ear towards my eye and just try to ensure that it's straight. I use my hand to feel that. Everything's texture. Now when it comes to my jaw, I also have that beard, as I did say, um, to make it look amazing and sexy. Here's what you do, guys. Take notes. You go get miracle Grow. No, I'm kidding. Um, when I do try to line it along the bottom, what I do is I stick my chin out, um, straighten my neck out as much as I can, and then I follow along my jawline. And it goes just below my jawline, and it actually makes it um, sculpted quite well, um, which is what I've heard over here on Periscope. I do show Periscope actually how I do that. Obviously, I can't do that on podcast. You guys would just hear lots of noise and be like, what? the heck is this guy doing? But that's how I shave. Um, hopefully I got enough description there for you over on the podcast and let you guys know exactly how I go about doing that because guess what? I have to if I want to look, well, I guess good. I don't know how we want to put it. Uh, look how I look. <laughs> All right, going over here. One more question. One more question, guys. Have I tried using chia pet seeds on my head? Um, no, and I won't let that be the last question. Let's go ahead and see what we got going on here. Do I have blind friends? Okay, and I will finish with this question. Yes, I do have blind friends. I have plenty of them. <laughs> In fact, I have a couple blind friends over here on Periscope. I'm going to introduce you guys to them. And one of them is at Britt Culp. She is a blind individual. She is also a bikini competitor. I compete in bodybuilding. She competes in bikini, which is a form of bodybuilding because trust me, they do have to sculpt those bodies just as much as us. They want those round butts. Well, guess what? That's leg day right there. They have to lift that heavy weight. I was going to say heavy AA weight, but uh, you know what? I want to keep this podcast as nice as I can. Okay, so you have to lift uh, a lot of weight as a blind individual sometimes, and that's one of my blind friends that does that. Also, another one of them is Justin Holland. He's also a blind bodybuilder just like me. He's eight years younger than me, though, so he's 21, and he actually um, is getting ready for his first bodybuilding show here soon. So um, you guys can check him out at um, Justin Holland Fitness on YouTube, or he's also at Jay Holland here on Periscope. So yeah, I'm introducing you guys to them. They are actually two great individuals. Check them out. They both do podcast. If I can only talk, um, one podcast is over on Justin Hall and Fitness. You can also check him out over on the podcast. You can also go over and check Britt um, out on Instagram and all that. They, all of us have Instagram. All of us have all that. So if you just look up our names, you should be able to find us. Or one other thing that we do use a lot is hashtags. Hashtag blind guy. Hashtag um, uh, blind, uh, bikini, mom, um, whatever. I can't, I don't want to know exactly what hashtags Britt uses, but if you just look up Britt Culp, you'll be able to find her and also Justin too. So please check them out. They are some great individuals and I'm actually just going to click over here real quick just to, there we go. Um, actually, if you want to check any, any of my stuff out when it comes to, uh, social media and stuff like that, um, go to blindfocus.net. I'm actually going to finish up the podcast over here. So give me a second over here over on my broadcast over on Periscope. So guys over here on the podcast, as I said, blindfocus.net, that is my website. At blindfocus.net, you can connect with me through all my social media platforms. That includes Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, Periscope. I also have Snapchat, all that stuff. I do use it quite frequently. So if you can, please check me out over there at blind 
blindfocus.net. On blindfocus.net, as I said, connect with me through all my social media platforms. We should be able to have shirts up there soon since I'm actually starting to get everything rolling when it comes to the website. It's taking me about eight, nine months. Same thing over here on SoundCloud, doing my podcast and all that. Sometimes it takes a while to get things going, you know? You just got to... Uh, Take that first step forward, and sometimes it takes a little bit of time to do so. But hey, if you guys can do so over here on the podcast, make sure you guys check out those two other individuals I was speaking about earlier, Brick Culp and Justin Holland. They are two great individuals. Let them, give them, I mean, give them some love because that's exactly what they need. Follow them on their social media platforms. Also, also, go out there, have a great day. I want you guys to be ambitious because that's how I like to finish every single one of my scopes is let you guys no, or or even my podcast, I should say. That's how I want, I want you guys to know you're special. You're a great individual. You are an individual. That is what you are. So go out there. Be that individual. Push yourself. Be ambitious. Have a great day. Have that true blind focus. That is what my next podcast is going to be about. I'm going to describe what blind focus is to me, and I'm going to describe it in detail, letting you guys know exactly how it is to be a blind individual and what that blind focus means to us blind individuals, or at least me as an individual that happens to be blind. All right, go out there. Have a a wonderful, wonderful day. Be ambitious. I will catch you guys next time. Later.